Thank you for tuning in today, and welcome to Steady Chatting, the podcast. I'm your host, Charlie, and this is episode number eight, where we'll be talking about Mother's Day dilemmas, beginner photography suggestions, oral satisfaction, and taking yourself serious. You'll also be hearing music from Boys to Men, Carter James, Akinelli, James Brown, and Common. On this channel, you can expect to hear content on cannabis, growing, product reviews, interviews, interesting news, discussions, music, and whatever you like. Let us at Steady Snapping Productions know what you'd like to hear on future podcasts so we can keep giving you what you want and what you need. Join in the conversation. And if you're a visitor or just checking this podcast out for the first time, don't forget to subscribe to get more content. Now, let's get this started. Now, what are you going to do this Mother's Day in the event you got a baby mom's and a girlfriend and your girlfriend has children? Hmm, complicated topic. But let's maneuver this minefield. What should they expect? What do you honestly think your baby moms or your girlfriend should expect? Do you think they should be expecting that uh, you throw them a Mother's Day celebration, both of them? Does the girlfriend understand that if you had children prior to being with her, that their your children's mother are expecting that you do something for them? Does your girlfriend, who you might not have children with, expect that you're going to hold something for her, for her Mother's Day? Complicated, isn't it? Do you get the day off as the baby daddy or the baby father or as the boyfriend? Do you get the day off so that way you don't piss anybody off so you neither celebrate Mother's Day with your children's mother nor with your girlfriend? (laughs) That could solve it. Um, Do you get jealous because of all the attention that she gets? being both either the baby mom or the girlfriend, you know, because I mean, it is Mother's Day and it's a day that is celebrated all over um, North America, probably all over the world. But there's a lot of focus being um, put out there towards women. Are there guys out there who are feeling jealous that they should be getting some of that attention? I know we have single fathers just like we have single mothers. So should single fathers be allowed to celebrate Mother's Day? I don't know. I believe that question is definitely up to you if you're in that predicament, if you're facing that situation. Now, what's another thing you could do when it comes to Mother's Day and you have a baby mom's and a girlfriend who has children? Do you ignore the conversation entirely? <laughs> doom dee doom dee doom dee doom. Mother's Day's coming up. Doom dee doom dee doom dee doom dee doom. So, what's uh, for dinner? <laughs> if you have a baby mama, Do you spend a day with her? And if you do spend a day with her, does that give your girlfriend the right to get jealous? Or if you have a baby mama and you're not comfortable with the relationship that you have with her, spending the the day with the girlfriend, does that get the baby mama jealous? Mm. Do you avoid the confrontation by spending it with your mom? That's a genius one. So instead of trying to fight with the two important women in your life, you scrap all of that and go and spend a day with your moms because it's her Mother's Day too. Well, 
It could be a dangerous topic of discussion, but if you plan to have a serious relationship with a woman who has children, this is something that you guys should talk about and clarify between both parties before getting too deep into the relationship. Because that simple conversation may smoothen out a real rough patch. I'm your host, Steady Snapping Charlie, and this is Steady Chatting, the podcast. Now, it's fair to say, when I started photography, I started as a little boy. So there's a lot of things that, when I started, I didn't have to take into consideration, simply because I was following the lead of my father, who is also a photographer. So he made sure that there was things in place that uh, I didn't even take into consideration. Now, when I became a grown man and started my own photography company, I realized that there was a couple steps that I may have missed. So I figured if I have this conversation with you guys and you ladies, that this may save a little bit of the anxiety and the stress or the, um, the questionable moments. I, when I first started out, never really had to ask myself this, but maybe it'd be useful for you to ask yourself whether photography is something that you love or if it's something that you just like. Um, easy way for you to be able to determine that is if you're trying to take a picture and you don't get the picture that you want, you don't get the angle that you want, or they don't get the lighting that you're looking for, you don't say, eh, I'll just take this and it's okay. And you spend time trying to get that shot that you want, that's love, as opposed to like. Um, another thing that you'd probably want to ask is, uh, what do you have to take pictures? Are you going to be using your cell phone? Uh, do you have some old school equipment like a Polaroid camera or like film cameras? Do you have a DSLR, a digital camera to shoot with? Like what are you planning to capture these images? Um, remember that as a photographer, your camera is going to be opening doors for you. So your camera is going to be pretty much the key to the city. So you would be, it'd be beneficial for you to ask yourself, what are some events that you'd like your key to open the doors and let you into. What are some events that you'd like to cover with this camera of yours? Um, <clears throat> what do you want to do with your photos? Are you planning to just take pictures so that you have uh, a plethora of pictures sitting on your hard drive? Do you plan to turn them into art? Are you planning to make clothes with them? What are you going to do with all these pictures that you're planning to shoot? I would also suggest that you start making friends who share the same passion because it'll help with your mm, confidence in shooting places and shooting people. Uh, the more you shoot, the more comfortable you are with uh, being in uncomfortable places, documenting them. And just uh, be mindful that once you get into this world of photography, it can become expensive. Buying little attachments for your cameras, buying lenses, upgrading your cameras, all these things take time and cost money. And last but not least, is it for fun or for the love? Or can it be both? Now, I'll show you an example. When I started taking photography seriously, I shoot everything. And in the midst of shooting everything, I realized that there is a niche market that uh, I can definitely provide my services to. And that happened to be the cannabis industry, with it being... Um, a new industry that's going to soon take over a lot of um, forerunners um, and take over a lot of other industries that seem to be 
um, country's uh, GDP. Um, so I figured, why not use my skills in an industry that I'm already familiar with and provide people that support that they need to get their products sold, um, get their products marketed. So the truth is, with this camera, you can use it and the experience be both fun and something that you love and something that could help provide for you and your family um, make life a bit easier. So don't be afraid. Take your camera out and shoot everything that you see. Now, there was a post that popped up on Instagram that had me dying of laughter, and it sparked a really legit conversation. And the conversation was, why do women only suck half a dick? <laughs> now, honestly, I'm not a perv, but this is a topic up for debate. I mean, granted, not all women are going to be held accountable for that frustrating practice, but there's many women out there that only suck half a dick. And the brothers want to know why. Some brothers. Other brothers just want that practice to stop. So, I mean, like, really, why do some women only suck half a dick? I mean, you got a whole dick. I mean, when girls want to get dick down, they want the whole dick, but they're only going to work on half of it to get you ready. That shit pisses me off. <laughs> Real talks. You know, um, I'm just going to throw it out there. This practice could break up meaningful relationships. I mean, imagine you have a girl and she's the ideal person. She treats you well. She takes good care of you, doesn't disrespect you, doesn't make you look like a clown in front of other people, doesn't, uh, doesn't take your love for granted. But uh, when you're in bed, you got to put that same 100% effort that you put in when you're not inside the bed. And uh, that, that could turn uh, a beautiful relationship sour real quick. I think if you're ready to get down and do the business, and you're only sucking half a dick, that's immoral. It's, I'm pretty sure if you check the Ten Commandments, it's somewhere in there. Thou shalt not suck half a dick, you know? And, I mean, some women out there, they do it because they like to be a tease. You like to be a tease? I'm going to tell you, get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> you know, I don't want to tease. I want you to finish what you started. But let's take a look at uh, what some women say in regards to this very concerning practice. The best answer that I heard from a girl that I can't argue in any way, shape, or form is because when you suck the whole dick, our windows get busted out, our doors get kicked in, we get unexpected visits at our job, and we have to shoot our way out of a fucking relationship. So that's why. <laughs> Yo, I can't argue with y'all on that one. If that's the situation, then continue sucking half a dick. I'm your host, Steady Snappin' Charlie. Now, whether you run your own business or you work for the man or you plan to be the man, work in your business, it's important that you take yourself serious. It's important because if you don't take yourself serious, 
what makes you think anybody else has any reason to take you more serious than you take yourself? You know, set the example that you want others to know you for. Remember that you are your brand. It's not the clothes that you wear. It's not um, the makeup that you put on, the, the nails. It's not the car you jump into. You're your brand. These things that I just spoke of are extensions to your brand. And if they match you and your brand, then it all makes sense. But if you're a bum and you're jumping out of a Bentley with a million-dollar suit on, people will see it, see right through the clothes, see right through the car, and mark you off as a faker. You know, you are judged on your actions and the lack of actions that you take. So depending on how you deal with life, depending on the actions that you take or the choices that you choose to not take, people judge you. No matter what, no matter if they tell you all oh, no judgments, people are judging you. Make sure that the work that you do reflects who you are. You got a lot of people... And I'm not talking about those days when you're having a rough day and you just want it to end and you're not really focused. I'm talking about if your work ethic is doo-doo. You don't want to ever work, but you want to get paid. You don't want to ever put in 100%, but you want 100% of what you are promised. Then people will judge you on that, especially when you're not there to defend yourself. You know, um... Along with taking yourself serious, have a vision of where you'd like to go, where you'd like to be, what you'd like to be doing. You know, set goals for yourself and align your vision with your goals. Meaning, if your vision is to be um, the next top photographer, then your goals should be set along that lines. What are some things that a professional photographer would be doing, the type of people he'd be surrounded by, the events that he'd be attending or she'd be attending, and, and make sure that your goals line up with the vision that you have for yourself. It's important for you to do the things that everybody else avoids and excel in those areas. Because at the end of it all, the most important thing about your brand is you setting yourself apart from the rest of the competition. So if you can excel at the things that everybody else avoids doing, it puts you right at the top of the food chain and has all the positive conversations that you need to get that momentum going. Definitely, if nothing else, you ignored every other part of this uh, segment, please remember, take yourself serious as a heart attack. Thank you for listening to today's podcast number eight. We here at Steady Snapping Productions couldn't have done this without you. Keep tuning in for more interviews, good music, and great discussions. If you have a topic that you want us to cover, you can message me on Instagram at Snapologus. That's S-N-A-P-A-L-O-T-A-G-U-S. Or direct message me through Facebook at Steady Snapping Charlie. Keep following me on my travels, and feel free to take me on some of your travels as well. 
These podcasts can be downloaded and saved on your device, so stock up on episodes for road trips and to help you pass the time. I'm your host, Steady Snapping Charlie, and this is Steady Chatting, the podcast.